Dave Wanstead is listed as a former NFL coach from from the from the Chicago by, of the oh boy. Well, well I don't got Dave Rayman Cole because your mic is shot. Tell him throw the flag. I knew it was you all along, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you for different reasons. I'm going hungry. I'm not stealing from the mouth of the devil. Episode 174 of Throw the Flag. We are back, baby. Again. You know what else is back? SEC football. Creole. SEC. 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 It just means more. It just means, just more. means more. Guess what it does, guys? That's not even a fucking slogan this year. It really It really does. <laughs> oh, it just felt so good. I tried to come, you know, to, to have excitement. When Central Arkansas was playing Austin right. Peay, and I tried to be there for the Big 12, and everybody that was out there just trying to make this shit happen, but it didn't feel like football until this weekend. I tell you, if you have the Xfinity app, I mean, I'm sure you can do this with any com- with any cable company, but man, I just had like four different browsers open on different games. Uh, chef's kiss. It was perfect. Man, the key plays feature on YouTube TV mm-hmm. is worth the $64. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm on uh, free trial number two. Please don't tell them. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it was a it was a, it was a good week. Uh Freezer, how'd you uh how uh how do you rate the first week of semi real football without the Big Ten or uh Well It was a uh, there were a lot of uh fun games. I, I hope we don't get too you know, knee-jerk reaction on a couple teams. You know, there's, this is just one of many data points. We've got to remember well, I'm that. I'm ready to jerk my knee, baby. Uh, but no, it was Tug very it good to have some some games I actually care about, some players I actually know, some coaches I dislike on the field. All of it made it, it matter more this weekend to actually see <laughs> some uniforms and locations that we're accustomed to get broadcast. So it was a good weekend. Um, I had a dream last night that I got pissed off because you kept um, pronouncing Jalen, like Jalen with a D on it. Uh huh. And I don't know why we would be talking about the Philadelphia Eagles' future starting quarterback, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I saw uh, I saw some locations and some players as yeah. well, mm-hmm. uh, some coaches. I saw a whole lot of COVID being swapped back and forth at uh, Bryant Denny or not Bryant Denny, Jordan Hare. Um, yeah, the masks didn't the whatever rule there was or the the enforcement definitely was not there. No. <clears throat> um, you want to just go conference by conference since there's only three of them, really? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, let's let's just start in the in the sad sad ACC, um, which Clemson was off. Is that correct? Yes. Or did they play a, a cupcake? Okay. Clemson's off all year <laughs> until the playoffs. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Miami was all Miami over FSU, which it was very FSU. Um, 52 to 10, uh, not even close. Was, uh, was this in Tallahassee, Creel? No, it was at Miami. Okay. Um, 
you said last week or two weeks ago that they may not win three games. Uh, it's going to be tough for them. They uh, The rest of the schedule isn't kind to them. They the This next week they play Jacksonville State. So okay, if they okay, want to get okay. off the schneid, this is a good week to start. But then after that they have at Notre Dame, host North Carolina, at Louisville, host Pitt, at NC State, host Clemson, Virginia, and then at Duke. So there's not a whole lot of like guaranteed wins. No, I mean, no. two or three seems to be the ceiling. Miami might be good. They ain't good. They're not, they ain't bad. They're not Clemson good. They're not back, but they might be good. They've got the thing they haven't had in many years is a competent quarterback, um, and their defense seems to be present. And accounted for. <laughs> they, they all lined up. They do feed off that turnover thing. So if they can get you know one of those, it gets everyone hyped up. But they do play Clemson in two weeks. Uh, but if Clemson plays like Clemson does, Clemson wins that like fifty to nothing. Is that game in South Carolina? Or uh, no, it's uh, yes, correct. Yes, it's it's at Clemson. Um, yeah, Clemson always has a clunker every year, but. I don't feel like it'll be that yeah. one because they will at least know Miami's coming. Right, they will yeah. show up for the big games, and that'll be a top 10 matchup. That's going to be a very bark-worthy matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a bark-worthy matchup. Um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, Miami turnovers, uh, they they un- they unveiled the new turnover chain on game day. Nope, we're going to save nope. that talk. Okay. okay. We're going to save talk about that. Okay. I got something... Later on, we can that. put a pin in that, but can we put a pin in Pitt three and O, baby? Oh man, do you want to go to Pitt? Somebody's been blowing up some answering machines. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Pitt is back, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean they'll they'll probably end uh, five and five. Probably, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of speaking of game day uh, earlier, um, as I was. 20 seconds ago. Um, Lee Corso. Is Lee Corso okay? Why does he look so bad at a remote uh, location? 900 years old, Shawnee. That's what happens. But he, Father Tom, <laughs> undefeated. He, <laughs> he was totally fine last... Uh, not totally fine, but he he looked spry and, and uh, maybe a... a, a a summer chicken, a winter chicken, not a spring sure? chicken. I think Last year when he when he's on set, I don't think it's just the tape delay. Either. It's I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's time. It's not being there live to really feed off the the interactions between I people. I told y'all two weeks ago. Yeah, Herbie ain't there. You did. Herbie ain't by his side. And my man, look, my man is living through a time. Lee Corso thought he had lived through all the worst possible times. Of his life. This is his third play. I don't know exactly how old he is. But exactly. He's in his 80s. My man has been through real shit in this world. And he thought, surely, I'm past all that. He's in a pandemic. He's And he is very serious about it. Like, And I'm not <laughs> saying that other people aren't. But like, of if he's on the extreme end of the wear a mask, don't go out, don't even play football uh, spectrum and my man's on a Zoom call. He ain't ready for that shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's been doing the same thing for forty years at work, 
And all of a sudden, he's not there. He doesn't have his snack table the way he wants. Yeah, they're bringing him some snacks down there, but he ain't got it like he wants it. <laughs> I'm sure he had a regiment that he went through every game sure. day, and that's been stripped from him. And I'd love to splash around in the jokes, but I feel bad for that old dude. Yeah, me too. He's still recovering from a stroke, you know, five or six years ago. So I'm sure that's still oh, troublesome and burdensome for him. So it's, it's just not the same. And he looks... He's looking around at the landscape and like, why ain't I the president? I'm in the age bracket. Why ain't I doing this? Florida State sucks. That's got to bother him. He's the sunshine scooter. I was about to ask if he's going to be the sunset scooter. Ooh. Ooh I don't like that. Kind of like, like that, that for a grip. future headline. We'll, say, we'll save that for next month when we get to our trick or treat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, better than dream or nightmare in uh, mm-hmm. in January. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, None of those segments are bad. Zero. They're all equally good. It just happens to be that trick or treat is the best. Yes, agreed, agreed. Yeah, zero of them. Zero of them are bad. Um, all right, uh, that's all we have for the ACC. Uh, going over to the Big Twelve. Um, Texas TTU uh, took overtime for Texas to uh, to to stave off the upset against uh, Lubbock. Um, I don't know why I I can't I just can never root for Texas ever again. Just just as a blanket statement, is it because they have that song? I I, I think it's I think it's is just it because the eye, we all found out the eyes of Texas was racist. I, is that what it is? No, I think it's just the head the head coach, not not Lincoln Riley. Oh, Herman said Tom Herman. Yeah, thank you. I have eased on Tom Herman. I mean, he's not as dumb as I thought he might be. Um, I gave everybody a clean slate for how they handled the upheaval, mm-hmm. and he did a pretty good job of it. So everybody gets a, a pass from me. Pandemic upheaval okay. or, or racial justice upheaval? All of it. Okay. All, both. Okay. Um, both. And he seemed to be, you know, as <laughs> considering his position and where he is, he seemed to handle it about as good as he could handle it. Um, Texas is not back, but looks like the Big 12 might just be whack, so they got it going on. Damn. Um, you know, I am actually looking at uh, Michelle Herman, Tom Herman's uh, Twitter profile, and she is woke as hell. Really? Especially especially uh, related to Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know why? Always be crouton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, speaking of the Big 12 being whack, uh, Oklahoma led, uh, Kansas State and a tiny little man, uh, run in a, uh, a game tying, uh, touchdown and a, uh, a bad baby of a field goal, uh, beat them in the final <laughs> seconds. That was a bad baby. I, I gotta give you that. I, that was a bad baby. That was a bad baby. <laughs> um, I, I quit watching the game, um, because I figured it was over, but you know what? It ain't over. Till it's over. Yeah, they showed a stat that was running on the bottom line on ESPN that I think teams that are, that were uh, up by 21 points in the third or fourth quarter had won 502 in a row or something <laughs> to that effect. And then Oklahoma, you know, ended that streak. So it was a pretty bitter collapse for the Sooners. Uh, you know, I'm here to tell you, gang. I am done with win probability. (laughs) Fucking done with Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Every week, 
They trot out that stat. Did you know that so-and-so had a 99% chance of winning the game and then lost? Guess what? It happens once a week. It's not outstanding. It's not rare. It means that number doesn't have the stats, the data points, to back it up. Or yes, we understand. It's a big comeback. It's not likely. But if it happens once a week, get it out of here. And guess what? If you watch the Falcons, it's going to happen mm-hmm. every week. <laughs> yeah, I, there was a, there was one... Um, you know, I'll, I'll save it for sadder shot. But what you're saying is that is a real shot. A shat. I don't think it's and a shot that they prop up. Every yeah, it's week. not really a true metric. It's just a like simulation of events or something. It's not a stat. I think it's it's. Oh, guess what? If a team's leading by a lot of points, they're probably going to win until they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of, I, I think I, I think I found our um, our patron saint of uh, of Statter Shat, and that's uh, Tom Selleck in Mr. Baseball, <laughs> where uh, where uh, they uh, Jack Elliott says last season I led this team in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. Boop boop pew 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 pew. Not a not a stat. That's a shat, Tom Selleck. <laughs> I have never seen the movie. I've seen the poster. It seems like countless times. Did he play for the Tokyo Dragons in that? Mm-hmm. He's, he's wearing uh, like glasses and he's like bending over. So and don't d- don't get <laughs> different it. movie oh. freezer. Different movie. <laughs> what is that? That's Mister Baseball. Oh, okay, okay, of course. <laughs> also, don't get it confused with Gung Ho, where Michael Keaton builds some cars over in Japan. We really had a Japanese fetish as a country in the mid We were turning Japanese. I really we, think we so. We really thought so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I then heard? Then we moved to Australians. You know what I heard that song's about? <laughs> I don't know, Rivers Cuomo, what? It's a real knee-jerk reaction. Um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of knee-jerks and Oklahoma, Freezer, you said let's not get too yeah. knee-jerky. Is Oklahoma cooked or are they no. not cooked because they they're lost, in the Big 12? They lost to Kansas State last year. They lose one of these games every year. I did not year. remember that. Um, they end up going like 10-1, and one, winning the Big 12, and sneaking in the playoffs in the fourth seed, getting blown out, sending somebody to New York City for the Heisman. Uh, no, don't don't sleep on Oklahoma. They're they're still really Does good. It, they still got the offense. That's all you need in the Big Twelve. So they'll be back. Does it change things that Kansas State lost, lost to Arkansas State? Nah, doesn't mean much. Does that change? Things? Not for me. Not for me. Um, maybe if Bob Stoops had dressed for the occasion, this would have been better. Did y'all see the shots of him? I did not. No. What was he wearing? Was he wearing? Was he wearing that pink button down? No, he was not. Gray Oklahoma Polo. No, sir. His son is on the team. I expected my man to be there in a tuxedo. Hell yeah, man. Um, so basically, Creel, you're saying Oklahoma beats Texas and they're in the playoffs, basically. Sure, sure. I think that they'll they get the benefit of the doubt every year. Uh, they'll end up winning the rest, so no one else will be there to take a spot from them. So you got to pencil them in. Unless you're Texas. And Texas ain't back. Or them Baylor Bears, baby. They ain't back. No. They're only worried in babies having back. Nope. No. Nope. No, no, no. Just nope. just sit in it. Nope. No? 
<laughs> Let's go on over to the SEC. SEC. It just matters more. Just means more. Just means more. So much action, you guys. So much action. Uh, What was your favorite game, Hankins? My favorite game was... It's been the Wheel of Games. Bayou Bengals. Let's talk about it. Them old Bayou Bengals and the old Pirates crew that rolled in. And man, did they play a little football. Um... Mississippi State's quarterback had what six hundred and forty yards passing. <laughs> yep, it was the single, so, the highest SEC uh, passing yardage in a single game. That's fucking insane. So before we get into the deep analysis of that game, sure. that broke the record for that stat: most passing yards in the SEC by quarterback. Yeah, this is not a stump creel. This is more of a who the fuck knew. Do you know the two people that he passed on the list? I, I don't expect you to because I certainly I know one did. just because they mentioned it on the air was Eric Zier from Georgia. Yeah, Eric Zier. But whoever is number two, yes. maybe, I don't know, like Archie Manning or something. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to say Rex Grossman. Tyler Bray from Tennessee. That part's immaterial. It's the Eric Zier thing that got me. Yeah. Because he threw for 500-some-odd yards. Do you know what year that was? Gosh, like um, 94 or something? It was when Eric Rett was uh, running back, right? So it would have been... So 93. Yeah. And I would just like to juxtapose the rest of the SEC <laughs> at that point when Jay Parker might have been, I don't know, 10 for 12 with 106 and yards stat. and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Eric Zier threw for 500 yards in 93. Yeah. That's not, I couldn't believe that happened. That's not nothing. Mm-mm, that's not nothing. It's not nothing. In fact, it just means more. Um, so, hey guys, so, I, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the game, this game, I mean, maybe LSU doesn't have an offense this year. And oh, son of a bitch! But <laughs> counterpoint, a corollary to yeah. that is. I, I think Mississippi State really has an offense this year, guys. For real. <laughs> Mississippi State has an offense. For real. Period. No take backs. I know you're being He's sarcastic, so but... Job. He's so good. <clears throat> um, did LSU just get caught flat-footed... Was there a combination of them, that, and them not losing 14 starters and their quarterback whisperer? Um, I think 93% of their offense is either in the NFL or at home because of a pandemic. 93% I think of the offense from last year is it's, gone. It's like you young. said, it, it's that, and it's running against Mississippi State in week one with no footage on how they incorporate Correct. the air raid. They, they have tape on Mike Leach, but... Uh, there was no yeah. spring practice or spring footage of Mississippi State with this brand new transfer quarterback, uh, and they couldn't get it worked out either, even at halftime. So they just uh, Mississippi State took what LSU gave them, which was uh, "pass all over me, please, sir. Thank you very much." <laughs> um, you know what I really, I really couldn't stand when um, <clears throat> they were. It was thirty-four to twenty-four. And they were saying, well, you know, LSU would probably be in that, like, this would be a different story if there were fans in the stadium. They don't have their fans to rely on. It's like, dude, what, <laughs> like, I get you have home field advantage, but, like, when that becomes an excuse for the 
one of the most successful teams in the history of football, one game removed, go fuck yourself. Yeah. It is not an excuse. It's not a viable excuse, but I am going to say, I don't believe in home field advantage in many cases. Not this year. Death Valley might be a place where it is a point or two difference. And given the fact that they're playing that air raid offense that is reliant heavily on communication and all that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. It's not, it's not the reason they lost the game, but it could be the reason that the game kind of ebbed and flowed the way it did. Like if there were times where those fans could have gotten on their feet and been crazy, you might've seen some, when, when LSU started making the, started really putting the hammer down and they got the couple turnovers and all that. If that place has been rocking and, and I was watching the game screaming at the band to just play neck. If that band had started playing neck when they needed to, perhaps the tide turns. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I go ahead. Oh, I, I was I was gonna ask you, Freezer. Uh, the um, does does Mike Leach and this Mississippi State team did they have something to look back on now during times of of of, uh, of turbulence for the rest of the year when LSU comes back, gets two turnovers, and all of a sudden they have they've tied up the game and and they have the ball. And then somehow Mississippi State turns it back into another ten point win to win the uh, uh, ten point lead to win the game. Yeah, I think uh, all signs are seem to be pretty uh, pretty optimistic for Mississippi State. This was a program where when we rated Mike Leach's hire uh, back in January, we gave him twos. We thought it was a boneheaded mistake. Yeah, uh, you know, Ole Miss made the better hire. Whatever, whatever. Um, you know, it's we. I guess there's that saying. Sometimes it's the Jimmys and the Joes, and sometimes it's the X's and the O's. LSU, yes, they lost. You know, all those players, all the staff, but they still had the talent. The talent gap between them, them and Mississippi State is huge. Um, but it just took a a different sort of character to walk into Mississippi State and drop some plays and install a system that I didn't think would be up and up and moving this quickly. I thought it would take him a year or two to get a to get it installed and to get it operating effectively. So if I'm a Mississippi state fan, I would be very optimistic. Uh, this was a big win. It's uh, and that might be the case where the X's and O's and the Jimmy's and Joe's sort of mesh up because yeah. I don't, I don't know. Look, I know what Mississippi state is. They're certainly not going to have the talent that the major programs in the sec has. And if Mississippi only had one big state school, it would be a different ball game because they wouldn't have to split the in-house talent between two big schools. But these might be, on average, better players than Mike Leach usually has, not at the quarterback position. Like, that guy has recruited in Lubbock and Pullman, Washington. And I'm forgetting where else. But, like, they're not hotbeds of recruiting. Like, I'm just thinking the cast-offs that he gets in the SEC might be a better caliber overall than what he's ever had. And he brought a quarterback with him. So it could just be a perfect mesh point that will, that certainly is going to catch you flat footed week one after the tape gets in and, you know, people get some stuff under their belt, them players ain't going to be as buck naked open as they were against LSU. But for right now, they might be a problem. So now that there's tape available, um, I mean, it's, it's one data point. But, like, what other teams 
that Mississippi State plays this year can get similarly caught off guard by this air raid offense in a unusually quiet uh, yeah, home field. I'm, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They do have an off week before they play at Alabama. Of course um, they do. So, you know, even even though, you know, Alabama now has, will have four or five weeks of tape on Mississippi State, it's still hard to defend uh, when you know they're going to pass it 60 times to sort of install, you know, 60 different ways to defend those passes. Um, so Alabama could get caught... Uh, you know, I think with a team that will be able to move the ball as efficiently and effectively in Mississippi State, you got to put up points. Um, yep. I'm not sold on Georgia's ability to do so. They play Georgia later in the year. Um, Texas A&M struggled against Vanderbilt. So I think that Mississippi State has some advantages leaning their way. Uh, they were only predicted to win about four games this year by Las Vegas. I would bump that up to six now as like a floor. But that, I guess it's still dependent on a lot of factors, but uh, I think they can catch a lot of people off guard just because uh, you won't have much time to prepare for this offense. Um, and you're going to, and the SEC, this is the perfect time in the SEC for that offense to show up because everybody sort of pivoted over the last couple of years and started chunking the ball around. And so the defenses aren't nearly the caliber that they were used to. Uh, used to be, I should say. So Alabama seems to be maybe they're getting back to playing some defense, um, but I, certainly Ole Miss. I don't the Egg Bowl. I don't know if we can have a scoreboard that will hold that game. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's uh, you know Mississippi. Uh, they certainly put up uh, some points under uh, against a good Florida defense. Um, so on the other on the other uh, hand, is there should LSU be worried? I mean, they have to play Auburn, Alabama, Texas A&M, who again had trouble with Fandy. They have to play. Um, I mean, <laughs> what if they have? What if they have a half against Arkansas, like Georgia did this this past weekend? Um, should LSU be in, uh, worried, or is that two or three weeks down the road? Well, I, I guess you know I, I was never really sold on Ed Orgeron last year. Everything. Uh, came together. It was the perfect, you know, perfect storm for a perfect season. Sure. Um, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see how they adjust. If they struggle to get to five wins this year, you kind of have to be scratching your head of whether or not uh, he'll be like the next uh, Gene Chizik, you know, out two years after winning it all. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. At least everybody else they play will play basically the way that those teams normally play. True, true. Yeah. You won't have to face a shock value like you did with Mississippi State. And maybe if they had gotten to play McNeese State like yeah. normal, yeah. they you know, they'd have been in a little better position to play Mississippi State. So I wouldn't be ready to push the old Boudin button yet. But <laughs> but be careful. <clears throat> um where does where does uh Costello, Mississippi State's quarterback, land on the um why can't I remember his damn initials? It's like Casey Costello or something like that. Um, where does he fall on the Joe Burrow index? Uh, he, oh, he no. ain't that got dude's it. just system yeah. guy. He ain't got it. He's he was available to go from Stanford to Mississippi State because he wasn't good enough to be at Stanford. Oof. Come on, 
Um, I'm not going crazy for this dude. Here. All right, let's let's talk about the Joe Burr index specifically in the SEC. Uh, you got Bo Nix, you got Kyle Trask, you got Mac Jones, you got uh, who's A and M? Kellen Mond. Uh, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond Somehow. is not still in College Station. There's no way. How is he been that? That's like the Hunter Renfro Memorial Award. I got some more coming up on that later. Um, Okay, Uh, Freezer, what what was your in the in the remaining uh, six games? Sure, I'll go with a wild card just because um, it came on. I was able to watch the fourth quarter after the Alabama game was over. The South Carolina Tennessee game was was back and forth and close, and uh, it was thirty one twenty seven, and South Carolina forced Tennessee to punt with like a minute to go, and Tennessee punted as the ball is bouncing around. It hits one of the South Carolina blockers who's trying to set up for the return in the leg and Tennessee recovers in typical South Carolina fashion. They, they lose the game without getting a chance to even win it at the end. Uh, so hot seat for Muschamp and Jeremy Pruitt gets a good road win. Uh, I thought it was a f- fairly okay game for me. That's where I would shoot us for the weekend. What um? Why did South Carolina call that second timeout? I don't know. Because <laughs> South Carolina, baby, own brand. <laughs> They're doing it their way. Coach Boom does it his way. <sighs> I just, uh, you know. That I, was the game that made me feel the most at home. Like, that was the <laughs> one that really brought, that centered me. Oh, it's back, let baby. Me know that things may be okay, because that was the most South Carolina-Tennessee game it could be. It had everything it needed for those two teams on the field, even, and it really did make me feel good. It had everything even before the opening kickoff. Fucking uh, Muschamp dropped the F-bomb on Twitter. Of course he did. Coach Boom. You don't get a name like Coach Boom sitting around being scared. <sighs> Just And, you know, that Tennessee team looks like a team that's being coached by someone who has read a playbook and doesn't have garbage cans on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um, Hear that Smoky Mountain puss lubing up. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, I have I've a, I've a friend who's a South Carolina fan, and, you know, she's she's a perfectly wonderful person, and she just gets so excited every, every week for, for the game, and my hat's off to her, you know, because it, it's not easy. It's not easy being cheesy. It's not easy being green. And it's not easy being a South Carolina fan. Um, Georgia and Arkansas. What the hell happened in the first half? Uh, Georgia's still playing musical chairs, the quarterbacks. They had somebody that wasn't eligible or ready yet. Uh, Arkansas played like they were world beaters for a quarter and a half or so. And then Georgia kind of second half took control. Um, but it was definitely a weird first half. That's Georgia football now, guys. That's it. That's how it's going to be. That's what Kirby Smart, unfortunately, is. I was I was going to say it looked a lot like Alabama for a, like two or three years where they mm-hmm. – Alabama did not turn it on until – the like uh, halfway through the second quarter, 
and then you understand that you're not, especially Arkansas, you understand that they're not going to be, they're, they're going to, they're going to get tired before you do that. You can play 60 minutes of football and they can't. So there's going to be a pick six. There's going to be, you know, a, 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 a punt return for 45 yards and eventually you're going to win the game. You look like shit in the first half, but you win the game. That's it. That is the Georgia experience for a while. Um, I don't know how he thought he needed two quarterbacks when one of them was obviously not ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the hell he saw all offseason, um, but my man did not have it. And once they put the other guy in, things tend to settle down. Um, and, you know, Georgia lost a lot, too. Like, this is his first year without that stable of all those – yeah, all those named running backs. Um, all those running backs have had they, names. They, yeah, they all had names. They all he leaned on from a lot. Oh yeah, he did. And you know, I'm sure a lot of his plans were tied up in Fields being there, and he just never, never got it back on track. And they're not terrible, and they're gonna, they're not gonna be awful. But I don't know that they're gonna be the Georgia that everybody thought that they could have been. Um. When Georgia goes to play Florida, Alabama, shit, even Tennessee, what happens if they have a first half like they do against Arkansas? It's going to be bad news bears because I don't know if they can play, uh, if they can come back from more than like a 10% or 10 point deficit. That's just kind of not their style. And they struggled with that when they had the two teams that might have won a national championship. Yeah. So certainly with this bunch, I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, <clears throat> we just need uh, more Hankins, data. Though. Was it was it Hankins' uh, prediction that had Florida go into the SEC championship? It was. Oh, man, it's looking looking pretty good. After, no asterisk. One. Uh, let's talk about Vandy and Texas A and M. I didn't see one second of this game. I only saw the score kind of flash during the Alabama game, and then once the Alabama game was over, I flipped over to see. Vanderbilt unsuccessfully try to you know get a first down, uh, and it just didn't happen. So I didn't catch much of it. I didn't either. I think Jimbo was still recruiting for Florida State during the game. <laughs> He's actively trying to keep ruining that program. He's just sending out <laughs> fake letters to terrible linemen to just get them to go to Florida State. Hey, it's uh, his fun prank he likes to play. Hey, uh, you want to go? Want to go to Florida State? Hey, this Willie. Y'all want to go to Florida? Wait, no. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> what? Willie Taggart. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now because Norvell has COVID, he's like writing the word cough, cough, cough in the letters. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he writes like a Civil War fucking letter home. <laughs> My dearest. Dearest. Dearest Penelope. <laughs> it's always Penelope. I've been watching you play football. <laughs> <laughs> the consumption has me, <laughs> but I would love it if you would join me in the panhandle's glorious jewel and play for the Knowles. Man, oh man. Uh, well, Jimbo's got to clean up because, uh, good Lord, people were talking about A&M going to the playoffs and they just beat Vandy by five. Yeah. They got us right where they want us. That's how Jimbo likes to do it. They, they, he could have been saving the good Get them. the good place for Alabama, Hankins. Oh, my God. I can't remember. I think it was that game, Freezer. <laughs> I think it was that game 
that Joey Galloway did say, oh, no, he's got Alabama next. He doesn't want to show anything. He's saving all the good stuff. I said, see? <laughs> see? Bullshit. I could be on TV. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> you could be on TV. You could be. You've got... You could be, you know. I was once, and when I voted the first time. <laughs> first time voter, Matt Hankins. Oh, 12 years ago. Um, all right, uh... The, the crown jewel of all 11 o'clock games, uh, Florida versus uh, Mississippi. Um, great way to kick off the SEC schedule. With a Big 12 game. <laughs> how did, uh, even though they lost, which was expected, how, how, how would you rate Lane Kiffin in his, first, in his first game? Back in the SEC. Super wacky. So that gets two honk honks and a auga. He opened the game with two quarterbacks on the field. Well, you know, keep them guessing. You know, <laughs> he really kept them guessing. Always, he really kept them. Guessing. Always play with their minds. Creel, what about you? Uh, for a first game, I mean, last year Ole Miss had the offense. They still have an offense. They just can't play defense. Um. When's the last time Ole Miss played defense? It's a very good question. Landshark, baby, put it up. Landshark. Oh, yeah, I guess. Back when Hugh Freeze, uh, you know, was paying whores. Um, <laughs> I mean, Florida looked okay. I, You know, I wouldn't be – I'm not over the moon like some people were with Florida because they uh, Ole Miss still ran up almost 600 yards of offense. Uh, Florida looked okay. I think Ole Miss looked okay. Uh, I don't know. I think that one's more of an incomplete on both teams for me. Mm. I would agree, Freezer. I didn't like Florida looked good on offense, but that's too many points. Yeah. That's just too many points. Period. <laughs> um, all right. Too many cooks. Too many points. <laughs> too many cooks. Auburn and Kentucky. Uh, what is the tr- Hankins true index? True score index for Auburn versus Kentucky. 56 to 56 and it's still going on somehow like that game is still playing on the true score index my god again i told y'all who will function in the chaos that is 2020 better let's talk about that game there's there's one piece we're not going to talk about i'm going to save that for later but let's just say their coach is wearing a fun costume There's wacky shit happening all over the place. Wait, do do you mean mean the Pat Dye costume that Gus Malzahn was wearing? Wacky, wacky costume. (laughs) I got something on that later. Um, Man, you have so much later. You're saving a lot. I got a lot in the tank. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm saving a good place. (laughs) Um, But it it felt like every play was called back or had a controversial slant to it. Um, At one point, uh, the score was an iron ball score. Um, just crazy all around. Yeah, 29 to... Charles Barkley yelling that ain't nobody worried about Kentucky, which they shouldn't be, but it shouldn't have been as close as it was. Yeah, it was 8-7 to seven at the fucking half. Like, uh, 29 to 13 is an iron ball score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than that, it's just an Auburn score. Fucking witch magic, man. Fucking witch... Again, though, made me feel at home. Yeah. I felt comfortable. I like being comfortable. I like being comfortable. <laughs> I like being comfortable. Uh, 
<laughs> All right, are we ready for t- talking tide? Ah, <sighs> are we Let's doing do that, that last? Oh, we're doing it last. Let's do that okay. after I open up the kimono. Ooh. look. Ooh. Oh my! This is the year, motherfucker. This is the year, Dennis Dodd. We fire the first shot. Oh shit! We do it right. Oh shit! You get on social media and you claim to be a real big time journalist. That's fine. Well, guess what? Throw the flag. We're going to do some good journalism, and we're going to answer the tough questions. You know what questions those are, boys? No. The who's, the what's, the when's, the where's, the why's, the how's, the the a's, the e's, the i's, the o's, the the u's, and sometimes even the y's. Not the word, but the letter. We're going to do good journalism. Ladies and gentlemen, here they are, rapid fire questions from me to these boys that they're going to answer. How <laughs> the fuck is Kellen Mond still in the <laughs> SEC? You know what? This this How? year, Hankins, 2020, this is a like a for- forgivable year, so he'll be back next year. Like This year is a wash for him, so you'll have to be <laughs> asking us this next year. It's another year of right. eligibility. I believe it, Freezer. I believe it. Sean, you want to weigh in on that one? He is the Jason White of uh, the SEC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who? Who going to cover Pitts from Florida? <laughs> No one from Alabama. No one from Alabama. Nobody from nowhere. Nobody who's not playing for New England is going to cover this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I heard a stat that said last year he wasn't eligible for the tight end award because he lined up too much at wide receiver. So he's going to work on his blocking this year. Bullshit. Line him up wherever the fuck he wants to line up. That's why Stephen Trask looks so good. Every time he got in trouble, he just underhanded the ball in the air and waited for Trask to jump over the, or for Pitts to jump over the goalpost and go get it. Classic college icon. Would you like to see Gus Malzahn cosplay next? Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with oh, uh, uh, Jerry Sandusky in the shower. <laughs> I- iconic. We're calling Jerry Sandusky iconic. I mean, he he is the brand of Penn State. Infamous, but an icon nonetheless. Did you say college football or all sports? If you hey whatever you want baby we'll stick it to Dodd as hard as we can okay so if it's um if it's college football Jerry Sandusky's adopted uh, son who's also in jail for pedophilia if it's if it's all sports I'm going with the San Diego chicken ah <laughs> oh my god I could see Gus Malzahn could pull that off the chicken's got like a vest on mm-hmm. and that dumb face absolutely I absolutely I think I think the chicken also did that thing where like he fake army crawled and then threw a grenade at the like opposing sure like, the opposing dugout he sure did yeah he also went to Wrestlemania several times and one time he was Pete Rose work on your mind work Gus Malzahn where did Lincoln Riley get his COVID mask <laughs> It's got too much technology on it, boys. It's got too much technology. There's the vent thing that's happening. Um, the nose is fancy. And then it's got a V cut into it like a fancy tuxedo. Like it's a formal it's a formal COVID mask he could wear to a wedding hmm. or a gala. It was legitimately like $10 away from becoming Bane. It, it, was, it was better than Bane's, actually. I th- I think Functional I think- and fashionable. I think that's Joe Biden's latest campaign hashtag. Hmm. 
<laughs> better than Bane. Hashtag better than Bane. And it's also the kind of thing you'd love to cover your face up with after you lost to the team that lost to Arkansas State again. Two years in a Why? Row. Why are people out here saying that the Miami turnover chain looks like a gun? It, I thought it was in the shape of the state of Florida, which it's looks like a banana, which freezer. could be a gun. It's clearly looks like it's clearly just Florida, right? But some people who think certain kind of lives matter mm-hmm. rather than other kind of lives um, think all of them matter are really upset that it looks like a gun, and they're throwing the old T word around: terrorist, thug. thug. Um, it's very clearly Florida, which looks like just a pair of, if you look, you know, I, I think, was it th- this week or last week, someone called uh, America a, a, a gross piece of steak, like a bad cut of steak. If you go to Maine, that's clearly an erect, America's erect penis. Florida is just America's saggy balls. Just that hang low. Just that hang Low. And there's no more stink. There's no more stink on your hang low than Miami. And finally, when you gonna pick up the phone, Kansas? <laughs> when you gonna pick up the phone? Did they lose again? I didn't even check. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Wow. They lost a lot. <laughs> well, I'm gonna check. What was? Who did they play? Hold on one second. Let me click. They played. They played Baylor. They lost forty-seven. Yeah, they to did. Fourteen oh, wow. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Them Baylor Bears. So we're em. coming for you, Dennis Dodd. We're Sick coming. Um, is there time for Statter Chat, or do we save these uh, these winners for next week? We're gonna have a week where this football schedule is terrible. Let's put that in our save them good plays, baby. We've sure. already spiked the football. There's no sure. sense. All this. There's no all this left is talking tide. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, Hankins, you've said uh, twice, I believe, at least twice, that, you know, two at least two games made you feel at home and comfortable, and you like feeling comfortable, as do, as do all of us. Um, I've never felt more comfortable than being both happy and pissed off at a 19-point Alabama win. It was the it was the icing on the cake <laughs> to get that game, that specific game where we all, after the first series, could be yelling, "Run the damn ball!" <laughs> we could be yelling, yeah, and it felt good. I'm I'm going to say something here, and I want everybody to grab a hold. It's going to be controversial. It did this old heart real good just to see a lanky white boy playing quarterback again. <laughs> I was very happy. I, look. Tua did a lot of great shit. He threw one really good pass and won a national championship. Everything else is suspect. <laughs> Rewrote the record books. All those fun things. I, I hope he does great in the NFL because sure. that's where he belongs. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I don't want that at my quarterback. I want a game manager. Mm-hmm. I just want a dude to throw a high pass literally every time he throws it and almost get his receivers killed. That's <laughs> what I want. So that his coaches will know – we can't do that 75 times a game. We're just going to run the ball. Let's just give our 
giant running backs the ball and let them run behind our giant linemen. And we don't need to score 50 points. Get 35 is fine. Get it's fine. The other team's probably not going to score 35 if we don't tire out our own defense. And now that that fucking butcher of Tuscaloosa is in Athens, they're probably going to be kind of healthy. Dylan Moses looked wonderful after not having to carry around cinder blocks all offseason. It was magnificent. Oh, oh, that is. And it's that thing of like, you're left. I didn't get to see the game all live. So I see the final score and I'm like, well, how in the hell did they get 19? And then you just see a bunch of crazy shit happen. Yeah. A bunch of crazy shit. And like, you know, we are our second. We put, I mean, Dylan Moses was in there for the majority, <clears throat> the majority of the game after uh, uh, Bryce Young went in. But I think we put in, you know, some, some second team folks on defense. Uh, Dylan Moses looked looked great. You know, our uh, the the rest of the linebacking core looks good. Our secondary, I think, has has a lot to work on. I, I, it's it's a scary feeling when Patrick Sertain is your premier defensive back. Um, well, he's just short. I mean, if he was tall, nobody would say that. He's really good. He's just not tall. Yeah, um, he ain't gonna cover pits. <laughs> no, and. Um, but you know you you might as well enjoy this game manager this this uh, Jacob Coker two point uh, as as, uh, as as much as 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 much as you can because man herky jerky Bryce Young is coming at us. Mm, he's I don't know. He didn't impress oh, me. There you go. He freezer. did not like impress me like much. Said. Oh oh five uh-huh. oh five foot three Bryce Bryce Young. Mm. You know what you're getting <laughs> with Mac Jones. He's he's the he's uh you know the lady who oh. loves you. It's the the lady. Oh, I'm saying to, after after Mac Jones, night. she'll bake an apple pie. She'll give you a little herky jerky, and you can go to bed. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young mm-hmm. is one of them mm-hmm. Asian sex robots. Still got some <laughs> kinks in it, but it'll do things that'll it's, make your eyes roll backwards. But it will also mm, like it's always Lisa's birthday when Bryce Young hits the top. But it will also, you know, unexpectedly <laughs> choppy choppy your pee pee. UPC. So, Thank you. And the next thing you know, you got to try to sucker you on dick right. So that's why we have to stay with Mac Jones because he's old, reliable, very consistent, very steady. He took us out to a 28 to 3 lead at halftime. Then we sort of three, uh, nice dinner. We took the we took our the foot yep. off the gas and you know, mistakes were made. Uh but you know, 19 points is pretty good. Uh you know, the 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 kicking game was better. Uh, all extra points were made. A uh, short field goal was made. <laughs> Most kickoffs resulted in touchbacks. So, you know, I thought it was a pretty good effort. Yeah. Yes. Mac Jones ain't going to bother you when you're playing Mm-mm. video games. Want to cuddle and Mm-mm. shit. Mac Jones understands that you like your food a little crispy. Mac Jones knows mm-hmm. that a carbohydrate goes as a side. Mac Jones knows what we need and what we mm-hmm. want. And that's what that's where we should be right we we lived fast we lived fast yeah yeah Tua had that good good we know <laughs> we know he did but we weren't ready for no. that we weren't ready Mm-mm. for that sometimes you just got to go with the four loco drinking arm cast having for decades owner of samsung <laughs> but it did. I was very pleased with the game. Yeah, there's some tightening up the defense can do late. I long for those days when 24 to nothing was common. I'd love to see some numbers closer to zero on the other side. But overall, 
It felt good. I mean, we lost a lot of fucking hot shot receivers too, but Jalen Waddle looks great. Devontae Smith looked good. The play calling was sufficient after the first yeah. couple series. I think I think if um Missouri wasn't so I mean, someone has to kick it to Jalen Waddle at some point this year. And yeah. <clears throat> yeah. even if it's on accident. And if and Missouri was very good at uh at kicking away from Jalen if <clears throat> if uh Jalen, Jalen, and uh, yes, Jalen, <laughs> and uh, I always do, and uh, they. So I, I think like you know that that probably took away maybe a touchdown uh, at the end of the day. Um, Missouri kind of showed up with a with a pretty good looking defense uh, in the first quarter at least. Yeah, didn't look bad. I think they'll they'll surprise some people. They play Tennessee this week. They might be able to hang with them for a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled an upset. Sometime along the season, so you know, didn't didn't run Najee Harris in the ground? Got him lubed up. Got him three touchdowns, a few carries. Took him to shut it down. No, I was fine with all of it. Oh my god, I was so fine with all of it. Can't wait for Najee to, um, s- since this year doesn't count for Najee to uh, just stick around for next year too. <laughs> Um, I think that's all we got, guys. Is this is this the end of Talking Tide? I think that's it. Uh, we can preview next week. There's a pretty good game in Athens. Meet on the ball. Meet on the yeah, ball. Yeah, Georgia and Auburn is the night game, and Alabama Texas A&M is the two thirty game. Uh, oh. So pretty good games next week. It's gonna be this good. might be a four TV weekend, guys. Oh baby, this might be a four TV weekend banger. Oh my God! It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. Get up early, get that Premier League uh, in. Mm-hmm. Shut Always. it down. <laughs> get a get a fucking laptop up. Got SEC Nation on one. Got Game Day on the another. Oh my God! Come on, we made it, guys. We, we did. Beat pandemic. We, did. we made it. Hooray, we hooray. did it. We did it. Yay! Oh, oh, one more thing, I was gonna ask Hank is, did you see that at the Florida? Uh, Florida Ole Miss game. They took a knee before the game, and they kind of they, they kind of got booed. Yes, they did. That was, of course, they did because why would that was they? the only game where they showed something like that happen? I was wondering if uh, there was one other game where two t- the teams locked arms and met each other at the middle. Boo. Of the- Boo. That was like pregame, like pregame, pregame. Boo. Um, my favorite. No part unity. After Boo. The was when the referee had to throw the flag Ooh. for delay a game. He said it. Boo. Ooh. Don't do anything that recognizes any deficiencies in our law enforcement or social system. Mm. Boo. 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 Speaking of speaking boo. Of boo. All, after yeah, all speaking my comforts. Next week, next week, baby, mm-hmm. we're going to have some yes, tricks or trick treats. or treat of the week. We'll be back. Please oh, listen. I'm excited. After all my comfort, though, one thing that did shake me loose was uh, when Saban goes to leave and do the do the handshake. There's not a crowd of people around him. There's no reporters. Oh there. yeah, it's not is. a big crowd. Yeah. It's just a couple of officers uh, not shooting any black people, which was strange. Um, and then he wouldn't shook hands, and that was that. This is very weird. Um, well, guys, we kept it to under an hour this week. Uh, Feels good. I hope uh, all our listeners do too. If you like what you're listening to, um, 
I don't know how evergreen a college football podcast is, but we've got some good ones from last offseason as well. Maybe we can uh, start throwing on our Hoss of Hosses maybe midweek. Keep it. Keep it. Uh, keep this going. Um, also, go to ttfnetwork.com to see our other. If shows nothing that- else, listen to last year's October shows because my man Creel was on top of his game. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to to reinvent the wheel. Ooh. Got some got some Vandy candy up in that up up in those apps. Um, <clears throat> well, let's let's just go ahead and end it like we end every every uh, every episode, right? Exactly. Yeah, every time, 174 times now. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, Snell! Oh, Snell! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way! I got it right that time. That's my style. Surprise! Surprise! So you rub your eyes. Never knew you the yes. So cool as eyes. Hear the fights, then they'll be stupefied. Oh